Sup, y'all. Fourth episode, no lead singers allowed. My second episode in a row with a drummer. I guess I got a thing. All right, let's go. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of No Lead Singers Allowed. I am your host, John, taking you uh, through this journey of finding out what the people in the back have to say about whatever they want to say about. So on this episode, I talk to a person I'm in a band with, Kevin Higuchi. Kevin is a great, great friend, obviously. We've traveled the world together. We've spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time together. Um, we usually share hotel rooms, um, definitely shared those weird European hotel rooms, which are basically like bunk bed situations where the toilet is right next to where you sleep and the shower has no sort of, um, uh, privacy. <laughs> so we know a lot about each other and we still want to hang out with each other. Um, Kevin is also an amazing musician. Um, someone who I don't think has a negative bone in his body and just a really, really great hang. So I thought it would be a fun time to talk to Kevin about things he likes, like food, like playing music, and um, how weird some of our friends are. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Kevin Aguchi. And here it is. There's you and me, and we did it. Hooray. Hey, Kevin. Let's pretend like we haven't been talking for 20 minutes already. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Can everyone everyone hear us? This sounds fine, right? Yes. Great. Okay. Um, Sick. Well, welcome to yet another fantastic episode of No Lead Singers Allowed. And in, uh, in celebration... Do you like, thank you for the, they like the, the intro. In celebration of the new Death Rosenstock, Jeff Rosenstock, Deathy Roro record, I thought it would be fun to talk to Kevin Higuchi. There he is. You can see a lot, we Whoa. have a lot of the same, uh, we have a lot of the same artwork behind us. See, look. <laughs> that's, that's very true. <laughs> same poster right behind us. Yeah, that's pretty wild. <laughs> that's very funny. That's funny, dude. And I have the the other one. The other one. I don't know if you can see it. Hold on. You see. Uh, My banner's right here too. Right where the right where the orange thing is is where the um uh, the AOC uh, Bowery one is. Oh. Yeah. So I got that one right there my, too. My, my banner's right there too, but wow. mine's in the window. No. Yeah. Mine used to be somewhere, but then I was like, let me use this as like a background background for my Twitch because my whole life has become me talking. To the Twitch now, in a very yeah. uh, varied ways. Oh, see, look, the we I we had a I had overlays for a second and then it went away. It said who you are. You guys know who Kevin is. I don't need to have a thing that says Kevin and one that says me. Anyways, um, that's fun. I'm Kevin. Yeah, that's Kevin, and uh, I'm not Kevin. I'm the person whose channel you're looking at. So, anywho, um. So speaking of spending um, uh, all my time at Twitch, that's what I've been doing. 
Um, I, I actually, mm. uh, someone actually reached out um, a while ago and they, uh, I forget, I think it was, I think it was in like Vice, but I did like a, an interview on like how I'm uh, like coping, not coping, how I'm adapting to this like internet Skype uh, music lesson situation. Are you doing anything like that? Or like, how are you like uh, earning right now? Or, or uh, you not? I am on an, I'm, I am on unemployment right now, actually. Uh, well, besides um, the rest of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, I, I, it's not. I'm not earning at all, really. Um, I've given some, some drum lessons here and there, you know, on Zoom. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. Someone actually wanted me but to ask just, you about that, like, if you would be interested in giving one. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Sure. I'll tell them that you're interested. I, I'm just looking for. I'm looking for tasks, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's why I started doing this because I was like. I have nothing to do uh, for like I would wake up at like 8 a.m. and Haley would work in her office and then I would sit there until 5 p.m. until she was done. And I was like, I need to do anything. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. It'd be sick if it gave me money, but I don't care what it is. So that's why I was like, let me just learn how to play all these songs from Animal Crossing because at least it gave me purpose for like three days and it did yeah. who gave a shit like what it was but um this actually you know so like well if i do this every day at least i have to think about something and like use my brain are you have you been like recording shit for people sure yeah i've had uh some things come in here and there i've been also like just trying to work on stuff on my own you know like i've, I've used the uh, the shelter in it's time to like reacclimate myself with like logic and Dust out all the old dusty microphones and cables and interfaces <laughs> and plug it all in and make sure it all works again. Um, but I've also it's been kind of cool because I've also had other new things that I've gotten since uh, I used to use all that stuff a lot. And I've been trying to integrate them together, like my EAD and um, and all that stuff. But also um, since the last version of Logic I used was Logic 9. So I got I finally got the new one and a new computer. So I've been like trying to figure out the the new cool stuff you can do with that you know mm -hmm. uh and so like i've been experimenting with like importing like midi chord packs and like using arpeggiators and you know and like just messing around with just moving samples and stuff into logic and then arranging them and then i've just been drumming to them and recording that stuff and then cool. making instagram videos and stuff yeah yeah i've been trying to do stuff to keep my brain somewhat active <laughs> i've been practicing a lot that's that's been the, the big thing. I've been, I've been really enjoying just being like at my house on my drums, just like I get to wake up and play drums when I want and whatever I want, you know, and just like work on things that I have wanted to work on in my drumming, not just stuff I had to work on that I had to learn for tour or something like that, you know? Sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been great. And it's like, it's funny to be like on a drum set, you stay, come back to it. And so like it's it's kind of growing like a plant or a monster right now. It's like it first started was so bare, right? And I was like hi hat, snare drum, bass drum. It's like oh maybe I'll put the toms up, and you put the toms up, and you're like ah, I could use a ride cymbal. And then dude, it's like growing. It's got like a splash cymbal and like a stack. I have a music stand up so because I, I was reading some stuff before, but now I just put magazines with like pictures of people. I had Macaulay Culkin up there to give me inspiration the other day. He's an inspiring um, figure. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's been, it's, it's been cool though. It's been fun. It's also been, it was partly that and also trying to figure out how to give good audio in for drumming into zoom to like, you know, 
Oh yeah, I bet. Like explain something to someone. Yeah, I was wondering like how you even do that. Like, because the person asked me like, does Kevin give lessons? I was like, I I, I'm like, I'm sure he'd be like down, but like, I don't even know how you fucking do that. Like, it's hard enough just having like the bass go through the computer, let alone fucking snare drum and cymbal wash. (laughs) What did you do to resolve Um, that? I so I've been using my EAD, which is like this Yamaha thing. Like a trigger, you know the thing I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I use yeah. for my in ears. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feed that I feed that into an interface. Plus, the kit's fully mic for when I've been recording, and the, that interface you can run that into into uh, Zoom. Yeah, yeah, that that actually has been so, that was like a a, a pretty a, a big bone that technology and the internet threw me right away. It was like I plugged my computer or my interface into my computer yeah. and that immediately just showed up in like the Google hangout I was doing for my first lesson. I was like, Oh, I don't have to do anything. It's just right in here. Okay. Yeah. Macintosh is like that. Yeah. Plug and play. You yeah. know, like it was sick. I was just um, like, Oh, I don't have to worry about this. Thank God. You know? So that's been a, yeah. So like with the lessons, is, as long as my audio going to them is good, I feel like that's good. Cause it's important for them to be able to hear everything. Sure. Um, when they when they when they on the other end, I just make sure they have like headphones on, so it's not just like this blaringly loud room. And I can use my imagination, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I saw your leg move. That was a kick <laughs> drum. Yeah, pretty good. That's not fair. bad. Do you is is? Yeah. I'll ask you the questions. Actually, they asked me. Do you is this like a a thing that you would like consider doing once the Earth starts spinning again? Like continue I mean, giving I've online always, lessons. Like online, I've I mean. always taught my like, yeah, yeah. I've always taught, and I always will because like, if I if people have questions that I can answer to help them like in their journey on their instrument, like I can't say no. You know what I sure, mean? Like, sure. cause, like that's all I lived off of when I was growing up, and um, yeah. But um, before I moved to San Diego, I was teaching like full at a drum at a drum shop, um, and I don't that. I don't enjoy teaching all day. Like it's just not <laughs> it's not me. Mm-hmm. um I, like it's cool for me in the beginning you know and i'm like this is awesome you know and but after a while i just i don't ever want to do anything where i feel like i i might possibly phone it in and just you know what i mean like and that's so easy to do teaching sometimes oh yeah and I, oh I don't, for sure and it happens on both sides the student and the teacher and like it's just like a relationship that's like oh this doesn't feel right you know yeah yeah and especially now too it's like um the, if the person is like not like giving it their all i'm just like dude i know no one's making any fucking money you like if you're not going to be trying right now like <laughs> yeah. what are you giving me anything for and i'm not going to not take it um but like and i was i was telling the person that was that was interviewing me i was like i don't like i i don't dislike teaching lessons i think i'm okay at it um but i wouldn't keep doing it once the earth starts spinning again but i do get a lot of lessons or like requests i guess for that'll just be like a one-off lesson like someone will just want to sit down for like an hour and just like hey just show me this one quick thing or like hey what what do you do here or help me with this one thing and i love that shit i think that's super cool because like you said it's just like you know it's less of like this is how a c major scale looks and it's more like this is how i look at music in a broad way that's like a quick that's like a quick like yeah it's more like a motivational hour 
maybe as like I don't know that sounds terribly lame but like I like doing that like I think that's really fun I think I feel like you can see people like get shit out of it they're like oh shit like they, they're starting to like think of things a little bit differently and I show like a couple of little like tricks that I do a little warm-up shit and um and you like I like I really genuinely enjoy that but the I'm, I'm with you on the whole like the, the 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 lesson like every you know like here's a lesson here's a lesson. I, I don't know if that's for me going forward but like I have a hard time not being super fucking busy, you know? So, like, it, yeah. like it's, I, it's I, been a me good also, thing. Yeah, with teaching, I feel like um, my ultimate goal is to get get you so that you can do it on your own as soon as possible. Me trying too. To, me too. You know, like, I feel that they're trying to, like, draw it out, you know, to, like, make sure that, you know, they're there with the student the whole way. But, like, my thing is, like, if I can teach you – the fundamentals so you can learn stuff on your own as quick as possible, like go and fly. And then, you know, I'm free to do whatever I, I need to do too. I guess I would say instead of lessons, I'm more available for like consultation. Yeah. That's see, that's you know, exactly, that's, that's, that's exactly what I think. Cause like uh, the same way too. I'm like, I just want to throw these people out the door as quick as I can. It's like, here, you know what to do. Like I, I've turned people away like this, like they'll be like, Hey, uh, you know, I want to do this. And like, and like straight up, I'm like, I, I can see what you can do. I'm not going to be able to show you anything like there's no technique that I'm going to show you that you don't know or you can't Google. But like if you want to like but then they'll be like, you know, they they like, hey, I want, I want to just go over just like just how you create something or something like that. I'm like, oh, we could talk about that. But like as far as like, you know, technique and stuff like that, it's like a lot, a lot of that stuff is like I'll just be like, you don't even need me. You like you, you can do this on your own. Like, yeah. I'd rather you keep your fucking money. Um, you know, and like, you know, spend it on food. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. For sure. Uh, someone in the chat, that's actually a good question. Since we, uh, do, um, make a large part of our living in the same room, uh, which is a live music room. What do you think's going to happen with all this? Do you have any, have you been, I was talking to Mark about it and Mike Campbell about it. Um, you know, uh, and that's been about, that was about a month ago, but like, what do you, do you have any sort of like inkling on what we're going to get like back to how that's going to look? Are you even thinking about that? Cause a lot of me I, isn't, I'm just trying I to like survive. I haven't <laughs> thought about it. I haven't thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought about it at all. Like, uh, my, my body started feeling weird and crazy as you were asking that question. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about this. No, I'm um, the same way. I'm just like, I, I, I can't know. fucking worry about that shit right now. It's like, I have no idea what it's going to look like. But if I think about it, I certainly am not going to think it's going to be good. Um, like, I don't have a good feeling about it. I hope I'm wrong. But I just, there's too many things to think about right now to, that, than to be like, predict the future of live music. I think Jeff Jeff said something funny though. Someone asked him if they were like, "Would you play one of those drive-in shows?" And he was like, "Fuck yeah, I don't give a fuck." And I was like, "Yeah, I'd do one of those. Who gives a <laughs> shit?" I heard people giving that like throwing shade at that. It's like I don't want to play a drive-in show. I'm like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. I'll play anything right now. You know, if people want to go to that, I'll do like, it. Is that just like drive-in movie theater? Like, yeah, yeah. So like, we would be on a stage, and then like there would be like it would be IMAG, so there would be video cameras. And then, like, instead of like showing a movie, it would just be it would be basically like 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 a uh, like Pitchfork, but there would be no one in but ev the crowd would all be in their cars. <laughs> so there. Would yeah, be but we're playing live though, right? Yeah, we'd right be there. playing live. We'd be playing live on a stage, like in front of them in their cars, and then we would be on all these big screens. <laughs> 
that sounds dope it dude sound i would do dope. that i'd want to do that and and put together like a set and then do like and program visuals for the screen too you know what i mean that's, you can make it like a whole experience, dude. That's the like rainbow. Like some ELO yeah. shit. Yes. I mean, I love that. I, <laughs> I, I love that. Dude, yeah, that would be so sick. It would be like going to like a drive-in music festival. Yeah, I think it would be cool. I mean, there was a lot of shade thrown at it, but like, I feel like, I feel like with any of this shit, like when everyone, like even with like the, just like the Instagram live shit like that, I feel like people are like, starting to like go a little more with it like you know we're at the very beginning we're at the crawling stage and i feel like as people are like oh wait i can add i can add this piece of technology into this thing like or we could do this or we could do this i feel like you're going to start to see like some like high production soon because <laughs> i mean it's going to have to be you know yeah uh, I- dude like what was i what was i, I going to say the only thing is like if you did that you know, it would start and it would be intense and people, you know, would probably be drinking and hanging out. And then they'll be like, screw this. I'm going to get out of my car and dance. Right. And then they're going to do that. And then everybody is. And then they're all just going to like. Oh, jeez. I mean, I guess you have, I you guess you I mean? have to have, I guess you have to have some sort of like, like security. Like you got to stay in your fucking car. Um, or the band just has to be like, if you just get out of your car, we're going to stop playing. But no. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. I feel like you would just get like, well, I mean, if you were like fucked and you just really were feeling it, you would get out of your car and you would forget where you were, which I guess is the point of music to forget what's happening terrible in your life and to just be in this moment. So I guess I can't blame too much, um, but I guess there would have yeah. to be something or like, you know, I don't even know. There'd have to be some sort of like precaution. Well, I mean, also, too, I mean, you, you would imagine this would be in like a giant field in some way. So the cars could be pretty far apart, you know? So like, if you did get out of your car and yeah. you start grooving, you could, you wouldn't necessarily be too far from people. Um, I, I mean, I'm all for that. That sounds sick with like the visuals, you know, you got the lights, you got the big, you know, and this, this is, a, this is a win. And also it'll be outside. It'll be nice. It looks cool. big in my head. Yeah. It, it, it's good. This, yeah. This is, I'm all, I'm all for this. It looks big in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, all right, sign, sign me up. <laughs> Who, who's booking it? All right, so we're into it. So that's good. So we can <laughs> let people know we're all for drive-in shows. Um, someone said, do you think people should use Twitch instead of Instagram Live to do quarantine shows? Yes, the sound quality on Twitch is way better. But people don't use Twitch because nope. only 25% of people have Twitch. That's why. Um, uh, that's why it works, and it's good. As soon as it gets big and popular, it's going to start just failing dude <laughs> maybe yeah maybe i don't know um i know i just i know a lot of people like you know my buddies who like are on twitch already who are like come on over and like why don't bands do that they're like the sound quality is so much better over here i know that's why tom does all his mixing sessions in here just because the quality of sound mm. that you can uh toss out is just way better um oh look summers is in here say hi to summers oh summers oh cave on. <laughs> um all right, so let's get to some more things here. So let's let's jump right into food. Because when people ask Hold me, on, I gotta write something for summer. Okay, I'll wait. I can't ty- I can't type while I do this. Oh God, how do I even do this, dude? Our stupid inside jokes. This is this this is this is gr- see this is what Jeff was like. You should make this a podcast. I'm like this is really a visual. 
and experience. It's going to be hard to <laughs> make this thing be a thing you listen to. Um, but anywho, so food. I would listen to it. I would listen to it. Yeah. I, would, okay. I mean, well, it. It, so but people are like, you're going to have Kevin on. I'm like, yeah, Kevin, he loves drums, ninjas and food. That's the big three. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Burrow, yeah, so facts, so facts. let's let's just get right into it. Best tour meal. What is it? Like oh, like a go-to. What what go the go-to and then the all-time. Um, like, do I have to be able to get it everywhere, or is it in a certain city, or? Well, what I mean, I think the, the go-to is like what, like, like you wake up on a perfect day. What are you getting? Uh, I think I like that our our whole band agrees on Vietnamese food. Yeah. Right. Like that's what's up. Vietnamese food never sounds never sounds bad. You know what I mean? Like there's a variety of things you can get there. Um, oh, not for you, but for me, there's a variety of things there. Yeah, but my favorite um, thing is there, but, uh, so I'll just get yeah. that every day. Yeah, and it's always it never. It, I've never gotten sick from Vietnamese food. Um, I mean, knock on wood. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. No one's gotten food poisoning yet from uh, Vietnamese. Yeah. Just that Chinese food place is the only food poisoning I saw that Mike got. Who got it? Remember Mike got, oh. like, uh, he got uh, food poisoning, I think, in Phoenix. And he oh, was, yeah, we were in he, the same hotel room, And he was right? scree- And it was the one where there was, the bathroom was just kind of, like, around the, like, there was just, like, a like a wall, but not, like, the a door. Like, the door was, like, hanging. Yeah, so he, we yeah. just heard him, like, scream vomiting all night. Um, that was bad. Um, and I, I still don't, uh, don't, um, I haven't uh, thrown away the idea that I had food poisoning when we were in, uh, uh, where was that? Denver and, um, uh, where's 311 from? Uh, uh, Omaha. Remember when I was like super sick? I feel like that could have been food poisoning. That, that was the worst I've ever felt in my life. Um, but there was definitely no pho from that. That's good. Um, so, but what, like, the best meal, though? What's that? Uh, best meal? Um, dude, Xi'an's? Yeah, that's real good. Uh, Xi'an's favorite famous foods? I I haven't um, checked in on them they're, recently. They're, I hope they're okay. Uh, Christine said that they, they're, they're uh, to-going, they're, um chili sauce they ordered some yeah yeah you yeah you can buy that shit to go i get to do that that's there's they're the best food by the way she has favorite here i'm gonna write it down in the thing she has famous food spelled with an x and yeah. an apostrophe somewhere in there that's the place if you're in new york at all that's where you fucking get food yeah that's the best northern chinese food there is it's so good yeah like green green point flushing uh Manhattan. where else are they they're in manhattan, manhattan. they're all yeah. over they're all over they're all over the five boroughs they're they're what's up they're fucking so good um that's great even got into spicy food that that place is like the way to get into spicy food oh yeah like, even if you don't like spicy food because it's like it's like the spice but tastes good it's like it's the same thing as like mission chinese where it's like oh i see what this I see this. What, why food is spicy and what it's trying to do. <laughs> like for the first, like yeah, the, those, those uh, are the first places where I was like, oh, I understand why food is spicy. There's actually something happened here instead of just like, you know, like this, like this, like dopey, like 
can you handle the spice? It's like, who, like that sucks. But like, yeah, this actually yeah. has a flavor. Yeah. yeah, it's the Sichuan Sichuan peppercorn, dude. The Sichuan yes. style spicy. It's so good. Oh, the yeah. numbing, the mala. That's good stuff. Yeah, right. that's probably my number one. Okay, that's uh, good. I think also, I think also another high one on my list when we're on the other side of the country is like uh, Coronado. Oh yeah, I was just talking about the Coronado to about Mark the other day. They he just went and got coffee there or something like that. That place fucking rocks, man. So good, so good. So uh, good. Also, too, man. Do you do you remember? Do you remember that like that bunker we played in? Um, oh, Germany. In Berlin, in, no, in no, Ger- it's Germany. Yeah, Aachen. Aachen, yeah, that that fried chicken in the bunker. Yeah, that think, shit was unreal, dude. Yeah, that's like if you ask me, like my favorite vegan restaurants, like in the world, like one of them is a disgusting World War II bomb shelter bunker. in Aachen. <laughs> like, shelter, like yeah. the, and I've been there like three times, and every time I go there, they make this. I think I think they would call it like vegan schnitzel. It's so fucking good. It's it's out of con- it's out of oh, fucking fire. control how good that food is over there, and that's a place I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep ever. Like it's just so scary. <laughs> it's so cold, and yeah. it's just like a crazy place. But like they make the best vegan like wrap like schnitzel thing in the world. It's so bonkers. It's so so it's funny. It's like two kids too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't think like. There's any formula going on? They're just like I don't know. Like we have like just do this and then fry it. Well, no, like, I'll, okay. t- and I'll like, tell you what though. Good. I don't know if it's the kids because we had when Bomb played there like six years before. They they didn't make exactly that. They made like this like stew, and and even fucking Tom who wouldn't eat who's so fucking green eggs and ham. He ate it. He ate the whole thing. He's like this is amazing. And then he was he was hammered. Then the next day we're like, remember when you know that vegan food? He was like, I would fucking never fuck you. But it was um, it was it was they you know the same place made this like a similar thing. I don't think it was the same two kids because they would have been older. But it was like that place just like whoever they bring in there to cook just, I don't know man. They, they need to write a fucking cookbook. That place is fire. So good. Yeah, dude. I uh, that's crazy too because I played that same like bomb shelter in um. Like 2008 with my with like Scott and the Whiskey Avengers, like oh, we toured right. we toured Europe and like we played there. When we walked in, I was like, "Ah, oh, for dude, you can't forget this." No, you know, like, no, hell no. Uh, that place is crazy. That place is crazy. That place is that was yeah. a crazy, crazy place. That was fun. I I really liked that place. That was like our first um, show. That was my first show in mainland Europe, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. They're all gonna be." In basements that are crazy looking, but I'm gonna get fed really well, and it's never really it's not. Fun too. It's never really not been that. You know, <laughs> they're mostly in basements, and you do get a usually pretty good meal. You know, yeah, and they do Actually, a good. The, the they, sound of that place is good too. Well, as what is it? As, it da- as Dave Marsh would say, it was very, it was very British. It's just real loud, um, just real, real big and loud, oh, dude. Yeah, um. Yeah. Yeah, that place is good. And then um what is what is like the thing you think you make the best? Like you cook. Like your home creation. What's like Ooh. like if you like you're you're you got to impress a chef. They come over, you're like I'm going to make you this thing. This is what I do. 
I would never do that for a chef because I don't believe in my cooking that well. Well, what? That's not true. You've, <laughs> but, uh, made, you've made us some good food over the years. Yeah, I mean, I, I just that's the thing though. I never really stay in one place long enough to like ever perfect anything. I'm always just wanting to try things, you know. Um, but uh, non-vegan, but I, I I make a good roasted pork belly. Um, something that vegan that you would eat. I dude, I'm I like making Japanese curry. That's super easy. I don't know if I've ever had. What's Japanese curry? It's like brown. You can get like a Japanese curry roux if you don't want to make it from scratch, but it's like, it's not sweet like Thai curry or Vietnamese curry. It's very, it's closer to Indian curry. You know what it tastes a lot like? You ever had curry on fries in Europe or in like uh, the UK? Uh huh. It tastes tastes like that, but it's got like carrots and potatoes in it. And normally you eat it over like chicken katsu and stuff with rice. It's super good. Okay. Um, yeah, but I guess that's it. I'm not much of a cooker, dude. I like to. I, I have been because it's a stay-at-home oh, yeah. business. I've we've been cooking and barbe- barbecuing like crazy. I'm I'm fucking overcooking at this. I'm o- I'm overwashing my fucking dishes, man. I can't. You're over. I'm overwashing dishes. The 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 thing about that, dude, is just just wash as you go, so that it's not like you ever have like a big old job of dishes it's always just like a few yeah i know but like when i'm done like making dinner and there's like 50 dishes i'm just like i want to eat this dinner and then and then we're on the couch Dude. and then i'm having a couple drinks and i'm just like oh god look at all these fucking dishes and it just doesn't happen i know it has i, I wash as i Dude. go but then at the end there's like i feel like when i'm done cooking there's like you know it's coming from four pots and then there's plates and then there's the blenders going and it's just like oh god there's just so much shit i need a dishwasher Dude. So, so me and my 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 roommate, uh, my roommate's brother lives like a mile away. So we've been all sheltering in every night for dinner. But we, uh, you know, we play so much overcooked that like when we make dinner, it is like overcooked. <laughs> it's like I'm there like chopping vegetables, and like I pick it up and I walk over to the to the stove where like Aaron is, and I like dump it in the thing, and then he's like frying it while like Alan's in the corner like washing dishes. And then as he's washing plate, it. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so true. That's so funny. We've That's... gotten so efficient. We're so efficient. <laughs> dude, dude, the other day we went to uh, we went for a, like a bike ride. So we went to go help my friend Bree to like tear up her yard because she's like she had to relandscape her yard. So she's like, I need all of these weeds out of here. And literally, we went to it like over. Hey, you get the machete. I got the gloves. Aaron had a bag and like. Dude, we destroyed her yard in like an hour, dude. But it like if there was an overhead shot, it would have looked like overcooked. It's like me with the bag is like, <laughs> you like accidentally throw stuff. You know what I mean? Like you pick up a pile of things and you mean to put it in the bag, but instead you throw it past the bag. Just, <laughs> that's so silly. Well, that's yeah. good that you're We're you're sure. you're um uh, you're taking this into real life situations. That's great. Yeah, me when dude, when I'm cooking, yeah. usually like. Haley will cook, and I'll just be in her way, or I'll cook because it looks like Haley deserves to sit on the couch and play Animal Crossing. Because while I am still keeping busy every day, she is actually going to work and has to, like, stay productive and, like, have a functioning 100% brain during the end of the world. So I understand that that's probably very hard to, like, do your regular job under this pressure. So as much as I can, I'm just like, just... You know, maybe it'd be great if I could, you know, I, you just stay over there. I'll just do all this today. 
So there's not a totally. lot of overcook here. That sounds good though. I I mean, we should I that'd be uh, that's that's you got a good situation over there. It's good. You got some good roommates ready to you got a prepper, you got a dishwasher, you got a uh, yeah. a food runner, right? What do they call that? An expo? Yeah. An, I forget the name. I don't know. I used to know when my friends were all Dude, working in kitchens. So- the thing that we discovered discover about cooking is about learning the timing of how long things need to cook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you delegate when to start certain things. Mm-hmm. And, like, we have certain, like, zones. Like, we'll have, like, one person, like, on the grill outside. And, like, you know, you, you try to finish it in the stove while something else is cooking on the grill, you know? Like, we've learned the grill is more furring and searing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's different times on the grill like when the flames are high or when the coals are low so you do different things and like we that's what we figured out like the thing is timing it's like we want to get it where it's already at the same not like in the beginning we're like cold ass mashed potatoes you know <laughs> like the vegetables are like hot and the meat's like like super overcooked and you're just like damn dude what happened here now yeah me, me and Haley do me and Haley make taco stuff on tuesday and we've gotten pretty good at like getting the tacos to be all assembled at once. So we've done actually good at that. But um, besides that, yeah, that is, it, it, the, the timing is key. I feel like those purple mm. carrot meals I get, they don't ever account for that. So like – They don't tell you? Well, it's like oh, they it's give bullshit. you steps, but I feel like they're just never right. So it's like, man, these noodles have been done for 30 fucking minutes, and I'm still fucking chopping carrots up. <laughs> and like – it's like when is this sh- – like like this could have been done better. So I, I – yeah, I agree. Yeah, that is, yeah. That is a – a rough thing the the prep the, the prep, prep is gnarly yeah like if you don't know how to like like dice an onion quickly or cut ca- carrots suck if you especially want to julienne them you're like dude unless your knife is really sharp and you've done it before you're there like oh this sucks. <laughs> like yeah i'm also big and thick you have carrot sticks also too like i am like super hyper aware now of like oh my god if i cut my fucking finger right now and i have to go to the hospital now this like I'm going to be so mad at myself. So I'm like super, super careful every time I have the fucking knife in my hand. Like I am not going to get stitches in the middle of this bullshit. So that that's always like running in my head every time I like every time I do that. Every time I run on my treadmill, I'm like, if if like if today's the day I trip and I fall and I fly into the back of the fucking wall and break my leg, <laughs> just like constantly like oh, hyper aware of like having to go to the hospital for a stupid reason. Not 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 a good thing. Yeah. Garditos. Yeah, be careful. Treadmills are da- are definitely dangerous. Yeah, they are. I don't like them. The cat's been like getting near it too, so I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to trip on the cat while I'm running, or she's going to jump on it and fly away either. But I'm a, I, I don't want to run outside with a fucking mask, so I'm just like I'm just going to stay inside and do this mm-hmm. thing. And I want I want I want to get like I'm I'm like working up because I want to do Candy's next marathon. He does a marathon every month. You, you see that shit? Oh, how far is that? Like 5k uh, no i don't know it doesn't matter i think you do as much as you want fucking dan uh um Chris, uh christine christina's uh, husband he ran a full marathon mm-hmm. um and jeff Good. ran like 10 miles yeah, yeah yeah jeff ran like 10 miles uh i think everyone else ran a half mile uh, marathon some dude fucking jump rope for 13 miles that's fucked Whoa. that's fucked Really? Yeah, he jumped up and down Dude. the amount of time it takes, or the amount of space it takes to go 13 miles. That's like crazy to me. Um, is that a, is, was this a trombone player from ME330? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> the jump roper, yeah. What was his name? Um, 
I forget. Um, yeah, he used to, he, he's the one that got Dan into jump roping. That guy was crazy. He used to just play Dude, on stage in real... like tidy whities He was a monster man. <laughs> jump roping is the real deal. That is that's crazy. Oh yeah. For anything sure. uh, like. Uh, for like physical keeping physically i don't know i guess am i you, you've been running on your treadmill every day yeah, yeah uh i try to do it like every other day i can't run every day because my body will fall apart but um i definitely um have been like like aware of like you know it's like you're home you're not doing anything you should be active because you're just sitting down you know because like at my job like i don't have like a my regular job isn't like either like my job with you. We're obviously not sitting um, when we do it. And then like my other job, I'm like building AV stuff and like working uh, and like, you know, like walking around, and, like putting up speakers and screens and shit like that. So I don't sit at the desk really ever. So like I'm just used to moving. So now that like my job is to sit in front of a computer and talk, it's like, it's like I'm like very much where it's like I need to fucking do shit. So I've been like running every other day at least when i can um and also too like just like right i mean like right at, right before this we had just gotten back from spain so i definitely had a little like uh <laughs> spain weight to lose so it was like oh, oh yeah. good you had a <laughs> yeah this is a good opportunity what to get that rid right of that dish? oh a uh, paella paella belly uh pa yeah yeah paella belly <laughs> yeah totally we ate <laughs> so fucking good over there we ate and drank Every, such good stuff over there. It was awesome. We had such a good time. That was so fun. I'm so happy we got to fucking do it. I can't, you know, and when I was there, I was like, I, I was reading about this and I was like, oh, wow, I wonder if this is going to get really bad. And like, I remember even too, when we were, when we were recording the record, when I was staying at Skyler's, I was talking to him because he works in China and he was like, yeah, we're not going back to work for a long time. And I was like, part of me was like, shit, I wonder if Skyler could have caught this. So, you know, you know, like even oh, wow. even even then, like it's like you know, like in hindsight, um, uh, it makes sense. In hindsight, it like they probably shouldn't have let us go to Spain. They should have been like, no one goes anywhere. <laughs> but we went, which was nice, and we, and then this happened. Whatever, uh, it is what it is. Um, so I want to talk about something. I don't know if a lot of people know this about you, but, um. We kind of dove into it a little bit, but you play in a lot of different bands, obviously. You play a lot of different scenes, too. So you're, a, I guess, a jazz musician, like, uh, mo like when you're home, home. You're playing more jazz than anything else, right? Yeah. It, it's kind of, it, it always changes a bit, but I definitely, like, yeah, I'd have to say the, the dominant, like, the majority of my gigs when I'm home or jazz gigs. Yeah. And then you were in a punk band with um, me. Uh, and then you came like the band you directly came from before us was like a metal band. Right. Uh, well, directly before you guys was, was a, was a reggae, reggae ska band, reggae ska band. Oh, the, the, uh, the whiskey, whiskey Avengers. Avengers. And sure, then sure. Yeah. And then before that it was influenced, which was like metal rap rock. And you know, so, take a little snare drum. So, so I love, I love <laughs> this, but like, so like, what was like, what's so like, obviously the punk punk is like known for having a very specific, like kind of scene. Like what was, what were like the biggest differences you've noticed as you've like, kind of like floated as a, 
probably a very likable member of all the scenes, but like as like a, you know, just, and you're, and you're not like a lead, a lead person in any of the bands, you're the drummer. So you're kind of just like, like me, where we're, you're kind of just more observing, like, what are the things you've noticed, like, particularly about each, each little scene that like makes it a little different to you? And like, you know, that, okay. that sets them apart. Cause I always like, think that's really interesting. Cause like, I know, like I know friends that are like like metal, and I just like know that, like people who like do merch for metal bands. Like it's a whole fucking different world. And then the jazz shit, I don't know anything about because sure. I don't do any of that. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, uh, if I talk about like when I when I came into like the punk scene with you guys, um, I was definitely um, I was a little I was a little weird because I was like, dude, like I I don't know, I'm new scene of people, you know, like I didn't grow up listening to punk music, you know, and uh. But the the community has been so like accepting and compassionate. It's amazing. You know what I mean? It's super endearing. Um, uh, they make you feel accepted and at home like immediately. You know what I mean? It's like walking into a, a hug, uh, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, and like I, I feel out of like similar to like they have their similarities too, like but in different ways. So like similar to the jazz scene. Um, the punk community is very accepting of like what you want to say and do artistically. You know what I mean? Uh, whereas like other communities I have been in aren't looking for art. They just want like the type of music that they want. You know what I mean? So like you can't really be experimental or like, or you can, but like it's risky. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so that, that's how I feel about like when I first got to the punk community um, in the, in like that rap rock, new metal community, um, I'm not sure it brought out the best person in me too, which is another reason why I don't think I continue to follow in that line of, you know, like community or uh, of groups. Uh, cause like, I, I just didn't feel that like the people I were playing with, like the music was the, the focus at the time. I'm mm -hmm. sure it's changed. I'm sure other bands are different, but for me, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like there were other motives that we don't need to get into, but like, I just, I wasn't on the same page, you know, sure. and like, so I was like, you know, I, I think that's a big reason why I, I left San Jose too. And I moved to San Diego. I was trying to start over. Um, and like, I've, I've always said it that like Mike Park and Jeff have like saved me, you know what I mean? Like they saved me and my music career because like, I wasn't sure what I wanted, but I knew I didn't know where to look. And I feel like they found me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, Mike but Park. also in the jazz community, yeah, Mike Park, dude. <laughs> what a weirdo. Uh, we, a, we, all, a beautiful, we all love him. A Is beautiful, a wonderful weirdo. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but in the jazz community, um, I really love it because, like, it's like it's a challenging musical community to be in because it's a challenging art form of music. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it takes a good amount of education on the instrument and time and practice. And I really enjoy that. Um, that challenge of trying to to do achieve that but the problem with that is and i hope i don't make any enemies but sometimes that attitude can come off a little pretentious you know what i mean and sometimes they're a little a little harsh and judging on newer people who are coming into the scene you know what i mean and i feel things have changed a lot it used to when i was young it was very, very vibey and confrontational um but to be honest that's what fueled me to like work harder it's nothing will get your get your butt moving than get handed to you at like a at a gig or a jam session you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you don't want to come back sucking so um 
but that you know like i i feel like for like younger players to get in and but that's changed a lot and what i love about living in san diego is there's like a really really big jazz community and like it's constantly growing because everybody cultivates the young so i think it's really great you know what i mean like um it's amazing to me that I see all these young musicians out here killing it and they have like uh, a, a forum to like display their art. It's it's insane. Like it's something I didn't grow up with. So when I see it, I'm like, what? You're so lucky. <laughs> like, that's amazing. That's, uh, that's cool. So, but, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I also, I mean, I, I enjoy the chat um, playing music in different scenes. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you, when you play a bunch of hip hop too, it's a whole nother, a whole nother country. <laughs> yeah, I have. I, you know, pe- people I are have no idea. People are are, are very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I I don't know. Like all of that is going to blend at some point with me as like as a drummer as a person. So I just hope that like I'm just it's fine. You know, I'm accepted. And it I, so far it's been good. You know, so I feel happy and I feel happy with myself. I'm just happy with the decisions I've made and where i am you know what i mean uh and it's crazy too because like you know you, you listen to people talk about being stuff but like when you truly kind of crazy dude you're like damn dude life is good it's good it's real good <laughs> yeah we got lucky we got lucky yeah we got lucky yeah uh, costa says a lot uh, to be honest it's funny oh talk like it's so funny like when you and i first met we were picking you up from the airport to go in to record we cool mm-hmm. and just like um this is my my buddy my best friend from back home uh he's gonna play bass on the record uh i really hope you guys get along all right let's go get him and then <laughs> we went and picked you up and then you and i we recorded together which is actually a really cool way to meet someone sure it's how i met jeff mm-hmm. you know jeff and mike mike huguenar um but it's like you know we're we have this common goal and like we linked up and we, we, you know, we were like feeling each other out like two animals, you know, and then we're both like, yo, dude, like we're going to, we're, we're going to like go on tour this year. We're like, we were going to Korea yeah. like in a month after we recorded that record. Right. Oh yeah. Like yeah. That. Right away. And I was like, bro, we're about, to... yeah, we went to Korea and Japan and I was like, dude, we're like going to be on like 12 hour flights together, dude. <laughs> like exploring these lands. It's going to be so crazy. And you're like, yeah, man, I hope we like each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there was really no um uh there was really no um uh no room for that not to be the case. It was just like yeah, Jeff. Jeff yeah, was, no honeymoon. No, yeah, it was just like we're you're you're you live with this person now. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff was like the same <laughs> yeah, way too. You're, you're He's married. Like, yeah, when I was like when he sent me the We Cool demos, I was like, who's playing drums on this? He's like, oh, this guy Kevin that I met. I was like, this guy Kevin that you met. What? The Kevin that you met? <laughs> like, who? He's like, yeah, he played, on the, he played on the Bruce Bruce Lee band records. He's you know, he's really good. I was like, I was like, I love you, but I don't ever agree with what you think is really good uh, usually. So I was very like, what is this guy? I just thought you were gonna be like, just like, cause cause I I I just I just felt you were gonna just be like a crazy like 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 the Weezer drummer, but like more spastic. That's like in my mind what I was yeah. gonna get was just like just like complete just Cali, complete baby. just complete anarchy on the drum set. I was like, this is gonna be bonkers. And then I heard the songs. I was like, what is this person gonna sound like playing these? <laughs> and, oh, yeah, then, and then and then it was you. I'm like, it was oh, crazy though. Okay, this is oh, this is one hundred percent the opposite of what I thought was gonna happen. <laughs> we uh we were supposed to tour with Lemuria first. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the first thing Jeff asked me about. We were. 
Um, but then that got canceled. But then, yeah, so that's why this all worked out like that. Because you and I were supposed to have a, a full U.S. tour to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, on tour with Lemuria. You know yep. what I mean? Like, He's like, no. Nope. So, um, I'm glad <laughs> the way it did. It's such <laughs> like, we had to, like, do one of the most intimate things in recording and track live together when we had met each other that day. Like, yeah. oh, no, no, no. We had, re- we had rehearsal before. Well, but that week, dude, it was that week we had four, we had four days of rehearsal in Mike's shitty practice space in that little cube. One of them I couldn't go into. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't even go yeah. into it because you were, you know, <laughs> previous, I'm, yeah, yeah. previous we'll, discretion. We'll, it's just a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, and, then, but, and then the next day it was like play. And then we play, recorded half the fucking record that day. Or no, dude, did we record, I, did we record all of it so... except one song? No, no. I think we had a few... But like I that record, dude, I'm still very proud of it, like performance wise as a recording. You know what I mean? Like that was the first time I'd ever done anything like that, other than the jazz record. I'd never tracked a heavy band live in the same room together. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's bananas to tape. I was like, Whoa. like, whoa. I had done that with like some jazz recordings, but that's like, okay, dudes, we're gonna do like a standard and like, you know, let's see what happens. This is like, yo, dude, we're trying to get a take, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um also too, like I didn't know like the basic well enough yet so like we were experimenting and i was just totally down with everything so like the snare drum sound on we cool is the coolest i've ever recorded but it's also that wasn't like my normal wheelhouse you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like but like i'm now when you look back on that stuff i'm just like dude so happening that was so cool like i do love that about jeff he loves pulling me out of my comfort zone he loves doing that to all all of us you know like rip you out of your comfort zone but dude so good for you though it's how are you supposed to grow if you don't ever lo- leave the house you know so, no he's right um, i mean he's he's uh he he's on to something for sure <laughs> you're 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 totally right though man because like everything before we ever do anything as a band he always talks to all of us you know what i mean i know he likes to talk to us individually and stuff and like see what our opinions are and stuff and i'm always like in the beginning i was always like jeff this is your band so just whatever i support you but then, you know, as we started going, I was like, dude, that's a crazy, crazy move, right? And then as we've gone, I'm just like, dude, I will follow you anywhere you want to go. Like, um, I trust, I trust your your crazy brain. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it makes me a better per it makes me a better person. So like I, I will walk with you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I'm just I no, I was I was telling that to I think Mike on the first one of these. It was just like you know, at, at, like at some point in like my relationship with him over the 400 years I've known him, I, it was just kind of like, all right, that's it. I'm just going to do what you say. And, and like, that's like, that's the gig here. It's like the gig is just to trust you implicitly. And I do now. I don't necessarily like my initial reaction a lot of the times was like, no, that sounds I, I can't imagine that working. And I'm often surprised it does. But but I, but my but my but what i my heart is now just saying just like i'm just i'm i'm on i'm on i'm on i'm on the journey man you lead the way and i'm behind you whatever you want to do let's do it because it's worked out so far and i'm you know i'm and i trust you but it's like it took me a while to get there because you know when we were like 16 and i'm a fucking wise ass teenager like i think i know everything and you know he wants to do all these fucking bananas ideas it was like that's not you know and it and it's it, it took me a while to be like 
that's not how this relationship can function anymore. You have to be on board. And then, you know, and then it was like, not only do I have to be on board, I want to be on board. And now I believe in it, um, which was good for everyone, I think, involved. Um, no, but that, that we, that we, what's up? Sorry. I was going to say, that's why you and I are always just asleep in the back of the van. And then like, if something comes down, we like wake up and we're like, well, if we're going to die, just like hold my hand. (laughs) We'll fucking. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? We'll just go back to sleep or something. All right. Sounds good. I'm going back to bed. Wake me up before, wake me up before we don't die. Yeah. Yeah. If if I have to keep living or (laughs) is it danger or food? (laughs) Yeah, wake exactly. me up if it's food. Can I go pee? Let me sleep. Oh yeah. Can I can I go to the bathroom or let me just die sleeping? Um, no, I was gonna say that we that we cool recording for me was was literally the first time I heard something that I was a part of, like an ensemble, a group I was in. When I was like, oh fuck, this is real. Like this is a real thing. Like I I had never I like we had done bomb records that were good, but that was the first thing that I heard. I was like, oh shit. Like, maybe this can be the thing that I devote, you know, my energy towards for the rest of my life. Like, that was yeah. a really, like, wake it, like a big wake-up <clears throat> experience for me. I was just like, oh, dang. Like, that whole that whole experience, because, like, I'd never done anything like that before. I, like, you know, I'm, you know, I met you that week. You know, we f- I flew out to California to make the record. I'd never really recorded with – I'd never recorded with Yugen, or I knew Mike, obviously, but I never recorded with him. You know, it was it was in a yeah. real studio. It was this whole new thing for me, and I'd just never done it before. And then when I heard the first song, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, maybe this is a thing. Maybe this will be a thing. And then when it, we when I heard it, that's still my favorite um, sounding Jeff record. Maybe just because it's the first one that I was on. So I might, I might be biased, but that's my favorite sounding one for sure. I don't think it's necessarily the best one, but it's my, it's the, my favorite one like sonically, which is weird. Cause it's even before yeah. Jack had his like Dude, API board. Yeah. Cause um, I come from all, all the realms. Like I, I put my full backing behind a lot of records. You know what I mean? Like with the whiskey Avengers, like that's the case of me being in a band where we're like, so, using all our own gear and then you know what i mean we made our records like that Mm -hmm. um and also with insolence when i first joined insolence we were like they were coming off a record they did with sylvia massey and like we were going i was coming in going into a record that we were doing like you know we were working with the the producer that did like sugar ray and ozo motley and you know what i mean and like uh first round of demos i did with them we did with the producer that worked with like puddle of mud and all that kind of stuff so i was going into these mla studios with like cartage and so you know i was like damn dude i've, I've done it i'm a i'm a full-fledged professional musician now you know mm-hmm. um but like so and but like back then i believed in those records you know i mean i had like that first record i did with insolence it came out on warner warner international you know what i mean it was a major label so i was like yeah dude like so i know the feeling of like when you hear the product you've made and you're like yeah i'm behind this and like what jeff is like I didn't know as we were recording it, but then when I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, I'm in. Like, this is sick, dude. Like, we made a cool record, dude. Like, I like this. Um, and, you know, we did it without me. <laughs> well, you know, I think we had, like, a Facebook meetup before we went out to Cal. Like, we went to the Bay. Oh, right? yeah, we I think did. We had, we, we, yeah, we had, like, we had some sort of, like, Facebook thing. A, and I was just like, like a chat. and I was like, this yeah. is weird. Like, I don't know what's it. Like, this isn't how I want to meet someone for the first time. 
Yeah, was... you were getting ready to go on tour with Laura with Against Me. Yeah, like, right before yeah. that. Right before that, yeah. And I was like, this guy's a drummer. I'm like, what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Hardly. What, we, what kind of band is this? What, what yeah. indeed? No, yeah, I, I remember that. I, I remember that actually. That's right. I was just like, Jeff's like, we're gonna FaceTime. I was like, what? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, like, and then he, and then I think he left like right away. It was me and you talking. I was like, this, like, this is like a, like a weird, like, like, like blind date setup. I feel like I'm on. It was very confusing. But Wasn't it all worked ago? out. What's up? Yeah. Was that like six years ago? I think so. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was like six years ago. Wow. That means I've known Jeff for about almost ten years now. Like maybe like nine years. And you met Jeff when? Something like that. Bruce Lee Band record, the Bruce... first one. Everything will be all right. And we didn't. We didn't meet you before that, huh? We didn't meet you at that uh, at Asian Man. We're. Or was that we after? We were in the that? same room. You guys watched. Yeah, you guys watched me play with the team. Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember that. That was that crazy fucking. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Skiba night. Not Skiba incident. Yeah, yeah Skiba right. night. <laughs> I like how that guy stole all the thunder. Oh yeah, yeah. He really did. He took he took care of that show. Stole it. Stole it right quick. Yeah, that was when that was when um uh Mike had the that girl play the keyboard that he like from Juilliard just like out of nowhere, right? Something like that. He's done a lot of crazy things, dude. Remember, we had like that little clarinet on, <laughs> like Jeff had like a music stand in the score, and he was like conducting. <laughs> like, and the day before, we had all the marching drums. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a fun, it was a fun ass record to make, dude. We mm -hmm. put that dinner bell in there. It was so oh, fun. I... And then he had that electric trumpet. Oh, the e, the e, oh, e, 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 right? Yeah, electric e valve instrument. Yeah, e yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit was so funny. The funniest session. I was like, dude, like, why isn't this being like video documented? This is so funny, dude. Like, I was just cracking up the whole time. Yeah, it was very silly, and I, I was. It was very. It was very. Uh, I and I feel like we were done very quickly. So it was like there was very little stress involved. It was like I never made anything that quickly. It was like I feel like I recorded for two days. That was it. Like we like did something the first day and then we basically finished the record the second day, like all the drum and the bass and the rhythm guitar was done. I was like, and it all sounded really good. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> That's that. Yeah. It's like super, like it was mean, super just chill. The magic of Jeff's records are always like all the ice. So you and I are always just sitting there like, oh, you want to like go eat more food, <laughs> <laughs> smoke weed and like eat food. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not there's uh, yeah, the, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, the 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 magic happens after the or after the basics are done. You're like, what are you hitting you? What? <laughs> like, oh okay. Yeah. It, at least he's like save stuff for us now. He's like stick around. There's gang vocals and like tambourines and like, dr like I love the drum overdubs. Those are always a fun day too. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah, crazy ideas. And I'm just like, you're not even a drummer, dude. Like, where did that come from? I don't know how his brain hears all of that. I think there's in in like it's it's in that in that movie of the, the bomb the music industry movie, the JT the keyboard player guy he has like a line where he talks about Jeff and like he like says how like Jeff like he hears the whole song in his head at some point just somehow he just hears everything so like he hears the drum overdubs too. He's a fucking weirdo man. He's a he's always been from from minute one yeah minute one of meeting him i was just like this is a crazy person he and it like you know but i i i, I i'm i'm 
lucky in that way though like because i had a lot of i had a lot of friends in high school like because that's how i met jeff that were like as talented as him that just made me you know feel like i needed to fucking be running at this all the time just to keep up so the only reason that like um uh i mean i i I credit like a lot of them is like the reason that like i can i feel like i can kind of play with anyone in this scene particularly is that because i i worked so hard as a kid because all my friends you know i grew up with people like jeff who were just so good already it was just kind of like oh shit i gotta really fucking be you know on top of my game here if i'm gonna fucking feel comfortable standing in a room with these clowns because they were all just so good and they they just lived it right away that's like the that's the new york musician vibe it's like like you know keep up or fucking get lost you know what i mean like and that's very jazz mentality too and i Mm -hmm. think that's also why i vibe with you guys i'm like yeah, dude, like this train ain't gonna wait for anyone, you know. What I mean? <laughs> get on or fucking yeah, get stay on home. or get on or stay home, bro. You know, we're going. Yeah, and I, I feel like that was like we're a that, that was like a vibe in high school. It was kind of like you know, it wasn't really a like my friends didn't really listen to a lot of punk. It was more of like a jazz like you know kind of situation with that um uh, with that group. So that's where that's where we kind of came from. But then we just went into punk ska town and just never really left. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. You got that question. JT just showed up, too. That's funny. He just said hello right as I fucking mentioned. I, like, fucking, what is the word? I, like, conjured him with my voice. Creepy. Yeah, his ears were burning. Yeah, right? Shows up. Um, so, I think I'm going to get to one more thing here. So, my, I want to jump back to Mike Park. Um, was he the person that brought, he, so he brought you in back into the ska scene? How did you know, meet him? How did you meet the weirdest man in the world? Um, well, so I'm from San Jose, California, and I've always known about Mike Park because I, I when I was uh, in high school, I was a huge Skank and Pickle fan. Um, and then when I got to be, uh, when I was around 18, I joined this weird, quirky ska band, kind of bungle influence ska band, which was the old bass player from Skank and Pickle. His name oh, was yeah. Mike. Uh, uh, Skank and uh, uh, it was called um, Neil Sorskin, and I played for them, and it was really fun for a drummer, like crazy odd meters and stuff like that, and I was like super into that. I was like playing with like Zappler or something, mm-hmm. and I yeah. was like, this is great. I can um, tell that band would be weird just from having to learn those bass lines. There's no way that band was oh, yeah. not Zappa-y. <laughs> yeah, so much slap, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. But uh, before, before I, I, like, I was in a, um, a reggae ska band with like my buddies, uh in san jose clint of them and um you know we would do we would play like local scoff shows and stuff like that but we were more of like a bar band because like we were we did it to make money you know what i mean mm-hmm. we had like scoff and reggae covers of song. dude we have a whole we recorded a whole version of um bohemian rock uh um bohemian rocksteady which we called bohemian uh rocksteady wait Bohemian Rhapsody, yes. which recorded reggae ska, Bohemian rap, rock, and it's it's insane. And we made a video in Tijuana that sucks. We never posted it, but dude, it's crazy though, right? How have you never dudes, sent that? To like me? Lee and Clint, I'll send it to you. Lee and Clint are like insane musicians. You know what I mean? Like they play oh, yeah. jazz too, and I love, I, I I love those guys. You know, like they were my. And so uh, when we I do gigs with them, Mike Park would be like. 
yo, who's this Asian drummer playing ska? I met, he met me at like where we actually talked at, um, you know, Micah, the drummer for Monkey? Yes. He was having a birthday party and we played his birthday party and Mike Park was there and he pulled me aside. He's like, dude, you're an Asian ska drummer. And I was like, uh okay. <laughs> uh, That's 100% what he said too. Like, There's no way it wasn't exactly yeah, that. Totally. And he was like, "I have a, a all Asian ska band." I'm like, "Yeah, I know the Chinkies." And he's like, "Do you, you want to do some gigs with us?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so he called me to do that. I learned the stuff, and then I did the Asian man. Um, and I, you know, we did some other gigs too. But because of that is why he called me when he and Jeff were working on that Bruce Lee band record. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know this guy who knows who knows how to play ska. It wasn't even Asian anymore. He's just like, he's just a ska drummer. That's good. So yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I love playing ska. You know me. I love ska. I love the ska. Everyone loves the ska. It's very fun. Um, that's that's very funny. Um, you were you you um uh you weren't in the same room as me in Korea, right? You had your you were staying with Dan. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I was with Dan. Yeah, you were in the room with Mike, right? It was so weird. It was so weird. He would like wake up like before me and Jeff, <laughs> and he would just kind of like crawl around the room in his underwear and like, and he'd look at me like across the room and just go, shh, and then he would crawl over to like Jeff like a like a creepy spider. I was like, Mike, this sucks. This sucks. What are you doing? He's such a crazy guy. Um, he's, but a, he took he's, me to, he's a weirdo, man. He took me to Japan, <laughs> and I will be indebted to him for the rest of my life. I love him very much. The, the thing with Mike Park is the better your relationship with, is with him, the weirder it's going to get. Oh, and yeah. like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a sign of endearment. If he starts getting weird with you, it's like, dude, this guy likes and appreciates me mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. to to mess with me. You know what I mean? To fuck with me. Oh yeah. And that's, that's yeah, a, like that's, his, the, that's his dream. When, he loves it. When we first met, he would always be like Higuchi and it'd be like straight fact. He'd be like, Higuchi, I got this show. Um, you should do it, and uh, it pays this much. And uh, do you want to do it? I'll be like, yeah. Or like Higuchi, uh, this band needs you to sub or something. And I'd be like, okay. And then it became like, go man, uh, Higuchi. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, these calls are getting weirder and weirder. But you know, he's barely saying words, but I know what he means. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, he's a crazy person. I love him. Um, did you hear what he did the other day about him in his car? Did you, did you yeah. hear about that? Oh, geez. I was like, I'm not surprised. It sounds so, like him. Apparently, Mike, everyone, Mike uh, locked himself in his car the other day and turned the uh, heater on to simulate a uh, home sauna. And um, so, and, and I think for like had, an hour, right? Yeah, for like an hour. And Dan P, he like had, he was like inviting people into the into the Instagram live to like hang out with him. And Dan P, one of them was Dan P, and Dan P said that there was like a therapist in the chat that was like. If I heard one of my clients doing this, I would call like the authorities to come stop them. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible oh experience. Um, uh, okay, so going, so jumping off Mike and weird. Since you do play with even a lot, you you probably play with more weird shit than anyone I know, honestly, because you're not just in punk world. What is the weirdest shit that you've had to play? uh like weird like how like anyway just like like give me a couple weird things like like we're what um we're we're just like what is this (laughs) uh dude like i i okay well um 
one, you know, I play in a brass band at the San Diego Zoo. I'm I like love, the, the first alternate of the drum of the drum chair. I love and that. And yeah, like we do like we do like pop songs and stuff, you know, like Bruno Mars and Earth, Wind and Fire. They're a slamming group, though. Like the musicians are insane. I've like, heard it. I've seen the videos. So good. Good. And you, uh, you, you should mention that um, uh, you are playing a drum set that is modded so you can stand up and play it. It's a stand-up cocktail. The thing about that gig is whenever I, the season first starts, dude, it's so hard because you have to stand on one leg the whole time because you're playing the kick drum with the other one. So that back leg, oh, my God, dude. Like, near the end of the first day, you can't even make it through, like, a whole song. So I had to switch, play easier parts with my left foot just to, just to get off of it because you're standing on one foot for basically, like, three to four minutes. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. So I started getting more animated, like, dancing because – I need to do that stuff because like, I just need to get blood flowing down there again. It's like, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's, uh, that band, that band's super fun. Um, I also, I play in like a, a Celtic band out here. So like I'm doing a lot of like Irish jigs and stuff like that, which is fun because they always need to just do what I do, but I'm like, I want to play them kind of legitimately. And in those gigs, they play like a, a frame drone, like a Bob Ron mm-hmm. and, I'm playing a drum set because we're playing all sorts of other stuff. So I'm just doing all this floor tom work and stuff like that. You know, like that's interesting. I don't know what else is weird. Those uh, are two pretty weird ones. So, so, I mean, yeah, it's strange, but they're not that strange, you know? Um, no, I guess the, uh, the standing drum set uh, at the zoo is, is just, it's just a funny sentence. I think maybe that's more strange than actually what you're, doing because i guess you're just playing bruno mars covers but the fact that you're at the zoo <laughs> yeah. and you have to stand up while playing this cocktail drum set i think that's what makes it kind of wacky For uh sure. you want to you want to hear what makes it even more wacky Please. when i first started doing it we had a show at the end of the night this like amphitheater where like we literally had to like i had to like i had i had like a lavalier and we had speaking parts and i was like acting all stupid like I was in a show like we were part of this show with like, you know, where they brought in seals and stuff. And then (laughs) that graduated to the point. Dude, that graduated to the point where in these last years, there is a parade at the end of the night where they have all these like kind of Lion King ish, you know, human operated like lions and, you know, Mm -hmm. and our, our, our in it. And we march in this parade and literally in these last three years, I have to go out there in the middle of the parade in the very beginning and a spotlight comes on me and I start the parade with like a djembe drum part. Oh, Jesus. And like for a the sh- first, for the first, like, and I still have, they change it. I have to, I have to write it on the head of the drum because I, I, cause I can't remember it. I'm always like reading it. Like, uh, it, but it's really embarrassing. I'm like standing out there just like, and all these kids are just like, what's he going to do? <laughs> Mom, what is that? What's that? Especially when I had dreadlocks. Oh, my God. People were just like, oh, he's so ethnic. So Kevin used to have dreadlocks down <laughs> to his uh, down to the floor, by the way, for anyone that um, yeah. uh, that that has, hasn't seen that. So you so so this is kind of like a full circle thing for you. Then, do you think do you feel like or do you ever think about that? Like maybe like if there's like a kid like looking at like or even like like you with the dreadlocks, there's like a kid looking at this dude who like starts the parade with the djembe like like you've inspired him to become a drummer like because you said you 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 wanted to become the drums because uh a, a, a dude playing at the casino right disneyland and, and or, or oh uh yeah yeah circus, circus yeah <laughs> yeah yeah both like everything 
everywhere I saw them. Dude, to be honest, at the zoo, there are there are these little kids that are like fans of the of the group, and they come watch. And like these kids stand behind me and just watch me. Um, yeah, like I it is that is that is happening, dude. It's funny. I don't I don't really do it much anymore, but because the first time it happened, we have this thing called the djembe battle. It's a bit that we do when we're marching around where we have a little tiny djembe and we find a little kid and they have a song that we play along and then we have like a little drum battle. But so I normally have lines. I'm supposed to act like this like professor of percussion. And the first one of the first times I went out there and did, I was like, this little kid, he volunteered. We brought him up. I put the djembe on. I'm like, hi, how's it going? And then he looks at me and he looks around and he realizes he's like, everyone's looking at him and just starts going. <laughs> and crying and i was like ah i'm like what do i do? what do i do what do i do with and this like, kid the, the leader took over yeah the leader took over but then after that he's like yeah anymore i get it dude i was like i, I was like scarred i was like i don't know what to do i don't it was ridiculous children aren't children are, i don't get it i don't know what to do with them it's sort of crying it's broke get it it's away from me quickly Zero to terrified immediately. Just like, ah! I wouldn't know what to do with that it's either. It's funny because you saw, you saw it in his face. He was like super happy at first that he got picked. And then you gave him the drum. He's like smiling. And then he like looks at me. And he like looks around. And you see it all settle in. And then just panic in his face. And then just like, <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. That's good stuff. Poor little guy. Um. Okay, I think we're, I think that's good. We've come full circle with your drumming career at the casino to now making children cry at the zoo. So I feel like we've really, really, really uh, put a pin in this. Uh, if there's anything yeah, anyone wants it. to ask right now, think about it, because now we're going to do the last portion of the show. So you have your computer in front of you, right? Yeah. All right, so... In honor of our friend Mike Park, Google image search Mike Park. Okay. Like on my phone or on my computer? Doesn't matter. You just need to see a picture of him. Just go to the Google images of him. Oh, here's a good one. Oh, actually, no. Um, so do you see the one? Um, it says my first band. Actually, you, you're in the chat. So hold on. I'm just going to do this. Yeah, the one where he's holding up the, the, the Vulcan? Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the chat here. So get your you pen and get your pen and get your pen and paper. <clears throat> one sec, let me grab a better pen. I have a pencil. Alright, that's fine. No, I was just like my sharpie's in the other room from my drum set is for taking notes. But okay. Alright, so so we're we're gonna draw we're, we're gonna, gonna draw him. We have one minute to draw Mike, and we're gonna see who does better. So let me know when you're ready, and I'm gonna hit go. Okay. All right. I'm ready. ready. Go. Yeah. Go. I'm done. You can't be done already. I'm done. All right. <laughs> this is a, this is a good way to end the show. I dig. All right. It's it's what I got. Um. All right, time's up. Shut up, okay. phone. All right, so what do you got? Let me see. So show it up. Oh, that is good. That's very nice. That's much better than mine. Check it out. The The proportions are, are really important. 
Yeah, he does have the old big head. Um, he looks bald in mine more than yours, which he's not. He does have a beautiful head of hair. Um, all right, so here's Mike Park. Let's see what people think. Um, Kevin is a whiz. All right, people are people like it. They like the so right, there you go. So this is more more of the drawing contest. This does not look like Mike Park. <laughs> Should we mail these to him or uh, 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 text it to me? I'm going to put it up. It, it becomes the thumbnail of the thing. Oh, great, dude. Yeah, you totally thought this through, dude. Great job, John. <laughs> I thought about it for a second. Um, all right. Well, if there's anyone have anything else they want to ask Kevin or me or anyone while we're here. And if not, I'm going to go eat dinner. I bought these fucking crazy oh, wow. it's uh, time for you. vegan uh, jalapeno stuff or sausage jalapeno cheese things. They're crazy. They're very good. Um, uh, I had I had the Beyond Tacos at Del Tizi the other day. I thought about you. Those oh, are yeah? so good. Ooh, I got a lot of Beyond stuff. Yeah, Del Tizi, dude. You got to love the Del Tizi. Yeah. Still doing this show after all the crazy ends. Yeah, probably. I don't see why not. This might be one of the few things that sticks around, honestly, in my uh, quarantine life. This would be a fun thing to do on tour. We honestly. can do it. I was going to say, we could do this on road. We can do it in the hotels or in the venues. Yeah, like, this, it'll be so fun. This would be a fun thing to do on tour. This probably will be something that sticks around. The only problem is I need to get a – I have a different computer I do this on than mine, um, and it's not mine technically so i might need to get a new laptop i do need to get a new laptop anywho the laptop i fucking record on that i've been recording everything for for everyone that's asked me to do anything is my laptop from 2009 it's unbelievable that it runs anything i can't believe yeah mine's still going too my 2010 still going even though i have a new computer but it's like man why yeah i'm I'm very surprised i'm very very surprised that it works um well well, all right. That's cool. Um, I think that's it, everyone. So we're going to roll. Thank you for everyone that tuned in. Thank you to Kevin for hanging out. Um, are you going to play Overcooked tonight? We're playing Overcooked me. tonight. Do you know that? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know that, but did yeah, we, we, we never did the other night. Did no, we? we didn't. I think we're going to play it seven your time. Me and you, me and Yugenor are playing for sure. And maybe Rick will play. You should play okay, if you can. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll text you. We How will. do I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, text me about that. Well, we don't have to do it in here. It won't be on Twitch. You guys can't watch. Too bad. Um, all right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> have a great rest of bye. your day. See you later, Kevin. Bye. And then I hit this button and the theme song plays. All right. So that was my talk with Kevin Aguchi. We actually never did end up playing Overcook that night, which was a bummer. I did play with our guitar player, though, Mike Huguenor, so not all was lost. Um, we never did talk about this during the conversation, but it should be uh, also known that uh, me and Kevin are the only ones that uh, always, for sure, pack the van up at the end of the night. So he is my uh, he is my my confidant in, in rhythm and in making sure the van gets loaded. So we have a pretty, uh, we got a pretty good relationship going on, similar to Overcooked, I think. Uh, we both, we both know our places. We both do a good job of passing the stuff off to each other. Music and life is a lot like that game. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should probably get that game and check it out. I think it's like $10, but it's a fun time. And, uh, it's great to play with friends over the, uh, over the internet currently. And God knows you can't get enough of that. 
All right. Well, this wrap up certainly went to a weird place. Uh, anywho, thanks for listening. Thanks for continued listening. If that's you, thanks for good reviews. If that's you. And we'll see you next week when I will talk to someone I haven't decided yet. All right. Peace, y'all. I'm easy to freaking